Hello, and thank you for coming to South of Hollywood. How's it going? Good, it's going good. Thanks for having me. Yes, thank you for joining us, everyone. Today, my co-host is Emmett James, and he's also our first guest right here down in L.A. So why don't you tell us a little about yourself? Where you at in L.A.? Uh, um, I'm in Frogtown. Uh, AKA, well, Frogtown is the AKA, but Elysian Park. It's pretty, uh, I think the nearest neighborhood is Silver Lake or Atwater. Yeah. Where you I was thinking Silver Lake area. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So tell us about yourself, Emmett. Where are you from and how'd you get to LA? I'm from the Midwest. Uh, specifically, I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, I came to LA in. January 19, 2015. Uh, I feel like when people move here, they know the, the day. Uh, so yeah, so 2000, next January coming up will be seven years here. So I've been here for seven years um, from Milwaukee. I came here to do music, um, but I used school as a foot to get here. So um, I was finishing up my BA in arts management. And for my last semester, so my last 12 credits, I have to do something in the field. So normally, people in my uh, degree program, they would use this time to go to London or go abroad. I had already been to London, so I was like, oh, it would be dope if I could do an externship in a place where I'd want to live after, so that way I don't have to move to where I want to go. I can already be there and working there already. So um, I ended up uh, getting this fashion internship with this women's wear brand called Ren. Um, and I did that for like six, seven months. And then when that was over, I like, like I said, I was already in LA. So that was cool. Um, awesome. Yeah. That's what's up. So um, how do you like it so far after seven I years? I hated it. No, <laughs> no. Uh, the first year I, I didn't like it as much. And I thought about moving to Chicago a couple times. Chicago is my favorite city. So I thought about moving to Chicago a couple times. At some point in my life, I might end up, if not moving there for good, just like be stationed there for a little bit. We'll, we'll see what, what, what happens in life. But um, so yeah, first couple years, didn't like it as much. And then I was working at this coffee shop. And I was talking to this guy, he like worked in the, in the area. And he, was, he gave me this advice. He was like, I'm not saying you shouldn't leave, but if you haven't turned over every rock to try to make it work, then you should go. But if you feel like there's more you can do, then you should stay. Mm -hmm. And so I felt like I hadn't, I had only been here for a year, so I didn't really do anything yet. And so I took his advice, started meeting my, my group of people, uh, meeting my tribe, quote unquote, and now I love it. Now I love it here. I don't love everything about it, but uh, if it's home now, for sure. Wow. And that's true. I definitely feel like I, um, I've been here five years, and I feel like I have not turned over every rock yet. Yeah. <laughs> and that's definitely what gets me, like, motivated. I'm like, oh, I haven't done anything yet. It's only been, I need to really do way more. Oh, no, no. Okay. I was born here. I was born in Long Beach. Oh, okay. So my family is from here. My like my whole family is here. Everybody except for my dad, basically. And uh, my mom and dad are in Milwaukee. So yeah, 
But uh, all right, I know this is supposed to be me, you interviewing me, and stuff like. But now I got questions for you. Yeah. Okay. But now it makes sense. I was about to say, how do? What's your connection to Chicago then? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because I was from Milwaukee, yeah. So my dad is actually professor, or he was a professor at UWM. So that's how we ended up in Milwaukee. And then uh, when I finished graduate school, I came back to Milwaukee and I worked for like six months as a cashier at, you know, uh, somewhere, some thrift store or something like that. And when that winter hit, I was like, oh, no, I got to go. It's over for me. So, you know, the next best place to do something with film was Chicago. And lucky for us, we're right there, you know, Milwaukee, Chicago. I've been going to Chicago my whole life. I love Chicago. I felt like I had lots of friends in Chicago. So I felt comfortable in Chicago. I went to stay with my homegirl, slept on her floor for like six months, you know, until I finally got a a job with Columbia College. And that's how I got to Chicago. And then I met you through Sierra. Um, There was an art gallery I think she was always like curating for and hosting events and stuff before her own art gallery. So yeah, yeah, that's how I met you. Yeah. And then with the film festival, I think I tried to get you to submit and like get your film in. So yeah. So so. So the connection is full circle, you know? (laughs) So why don't we jump right in? So what do you, are you, do you watch TV and movies? Are you like into watching stuff or what do you I guys do. watch? I do. I do. Um, I, th- I don't know if this is blasphemous, but I think the best show Netflix ever made, to, in my opinion, is Ozark. Oh, yeah. I love Ozark. Love Ozark. It's only like, there might be one black person in it. That might be my only issue. <laughs> but it's a. Uh, uh, it's a dope show. It's a really, really dope show. I uh, I started watching it late. So last year, uh, my girlfriend and I, we started watching it because people kept talking about it. And then, like, right away, episode one, a bunch of action and drama. Um, I think I think it's a really dope show. So I, I think it's coming back. Yeah, I think... Yeah, I want to say either the end of the... Either beginning of January or the end of January. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah. So yeah. that's... That's been my, um, and I don't watch a ton of TV. I, I start, I want to watch more now that like I'm kind of getting into film more. But um, over the last year, so I, I watched a lot of web shows. Yeah. And then that's what got me wanting to shoot my own and stuff. But uh, mm-hmm. but Ozark for sure. Um, last year, what did I watch too? P Valley. I don't know if you watched P Valley. Oh, yes. Yes. No. Give it up. That was a great show. No, P Valley was dope too. Um, that made me get Showtime. I think it was on Showtime or Stars. Oh, it was on Stars. It was on Stars. Yeah, I got Stars for a little bit too. Yeah, I I don't know when they're coming back, but I know they're working on it. Let's see, they're uh they're shooting it right now. Yeah. Season two. Um, now what else? I think that might be the only. I was looking forward to Insecure, and I have I only watched episode one so far, so I haven't huh? really I haven't really caught up. On the last yeah, season. you know. You like it? Oh my God! Yes, I live. I live for Issa Rae. I am a huge Issa Rae fan. Yeah. You know, she is just she just speaks to us educated hood black girls. She just yeah. So I have to. Um, episode one threw me off of this final season. Threw me off a little bit, so I have to watch it. Oh, Snowfall! I started watching Snowfall, and 
I think I might only be on season two, so I'm still behind. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that show. The only thing I don't like about that show is when something happens in the show and is unrealistic to me, it throw me off, and I'll be thinking about that the whole time. Uh-huh. Like, uh huh. <laughs> like I like the show a lot. I think uh, him becoming this drug dealer. Mm-hmm. And this like leader like happened a little too fast for me. <laughs> uh, so that's the only thing, but uh, mm-hmm. like that. And then what I've been trying to, I've been. Uh, you ever heard of Black and Sexy TV? Yes, yeah, that's uh, on YouTube too. I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm late to this stuff. I just started watching this thing yesterday, but I got the app, mm-hmm. and there's a show on there called Chef Julian mm. um, that I really like a lot. And then there's this new app. I've been trying to support black uh, black artists and, and streaming services. So it's another black streaming service called All Black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've been, uh, I like downloaded it and subscribed to it to watch a couple shows. But that's, nice. what been, that's what I've been watching and looking forward to, so. Yeah, that's what's up. What shows are you liking on All Black? I'll have to check it out. Um, the reason why I got it initially was for uh, Love Is. Mm-hmm. It was on uh, Oprah's Network network when it first came out mm-hmm. this is this actor here uh, he's he's pretty dope uh his name is will Calais. Mm-hmm. i don't know if you know him um mm-hmm. he was in it and i would see clips and i was like oh, i want to see it and then mm-hmm. i saw that they had it so that's what i initially downloaded a few months ago for that mm-hmm. and now i'm just like watching stuff on it because i pay for it every month yeah right so that's why I, little duval had a uh stand up on there mm-hmm. um it's a show called Lace or Lacey that I'm watching. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, thanks. Those are some good recommendations. We definitely yeah. have to check those out. Yeah, I, um, I'm i into fantasy. I'm like half fantasy, half pro-black right now. Yeah. So, so did, like you like, did you like... Did you like... What is it? Lovecraft country? Oh, yeah. You know, I did like that. I, I was late to that, too, though, last year. I was definitely like the pandemic. Oh, like I wasn't ready for like gore and, and gruesome, you know, yeah. monsters and stuff. But it grew on me. And I definitely was like, oh, my heart. You know, they were some good characters for show by the end. No, yeah. Um, I definitely, um, I'm looking forward to, uh, well, I don't know if you have seen the advertisements for The Wheel of Fortune in Time. I think that's on Amazon. And it's like another like esoteric sci-fi futuristic yeah. sort of thing. So I'm I'm check it out. yeah, I'm interested in that one. I love time travel, stuff like that. And um and I just watched Michael Che's newest stand-up on Netflix. Uh, oh, it's a new one? Yeah, it's a new uh, one. Here's the thing. They didn't even really advertise it, but it's already out. Yeah, it's on Netflix, I think. I got to check it out. His last one, I'm not sure if it was his last one or not, but I think it is. The yeah. one where he has the bit, I think that went viral, the Black Lives Matter. I don't remember. Dude, there's one that he was, like, doing this bit. He said, we're just, he said, he was like, I'm not saying it's, Black lives is better than others. He said, "We're just matters." He's yeah. like black people be looking for the bare minimum. Just matters. <laughs> oh yeah, that was a good stand-up. Yeah, that yeah, was. So that's the last one yeah. I saw, and I liked it a lot. Yeah, so, that was like, good. 
That's why I watched this newest one. Um, he also had a series, a sketch comedy series on, on HBO. And oh, nice. it was hilarious. I think it was called That Damn Michael Che or something like that. Oh, okay. It was hilarious. I highly recommend it. So I saw the stand-up. It was so funny, so many good jokes. He's right on point. Although he kind of looked like somebody fat uncle. He just like, I'm finna sit down and tell y'all some jokes. Ha, ha, ha. That's how he said. But it was definitely worth checking out, and it's on Netflix, so yeah. Oh, dope. Do you have a small business looking to reach the LA market? Or can you send products anywhere? Then advertise with us, South of Hollywood Podcasts. We'll even try your products or sell them on our online store. That's right, you can reach us on social media at South of Hollywood Podcasts or SOH Podcasts at gmail.com. But yeah, so I know we were we were just giving a little bit earlier talking about the hot topic. There you go. <laughs> hot topics. Yeah, so hot topics. I mean, so basically, you know, the uh, the verdict for Ahmad Arbery came down this week. What did you think about that? Um, I th- I'm, I'm glad that it was what it was, especially coming after um, the Kyle one. That's it's interesting because when you when you watch this, uh, it seems like simple. Like, okay, these dudes going to get you know, convicted. But then sometimes you just never know. Yeah. So I was I was watching it closely and then mm-hmm. what I thought was uh the the two guys for sure was gonna be convicted and then this other guy he probably got a slap on the wrist, but he didn't. He also got charged with some with some of them too. So uh yeah. Well they that. all were charged with murder. That's yeah. at least good. Yeah, they were all charged with murder. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought th- I'm glad that it it ended up turning out that way. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I'm agreeing with you, too, because I feel like before the verdict, I mean, like you said, after the verdict came, it's like, yeah, of course, they committed murder, you know? Yeah. But while they were having the trial, while everything was leading up, it was just like, damn, are these people going to let him off? Like, yeah. I feel like they had some serious KKK lawyers. That's the type of lawyers they had, you know? So they just didn't even have no... They didn't even care. They was reckless out here. They like no black people in the jury, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, they said that uh, having Senator Warren act there was, um, you know, oppressive to his to the defendants or whatever, you know, whatever yeah, yeah. they made up, you know. So it was just nasty the whole way through. But at least they had a good judge, and the judge wasn't playing those games, you know. He was yeah. definitely like straightforward. What are the facts? Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah, I, I think he was more fair, too. I guess it depends on how you look at it. Uh, how you looking at it? Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought he was. I thought he was more fair. Yeah. It was I mean, emotional. Right. Which can be hard. You obviously have your own personal opinions about it. He didn't seem like emotional either way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was cool. 
Yeah, I mean, he's supposed to play a professional. What do you think about the, the use of video, though? Because, you know, part of the reason they were even indicted, you know, brought in, arrested, all of that was because the, the video actually leaked. You know, yeah. so what did you think about the fact that they had filmed it? I was just, you know. Uh, that's the thing, because the, the guy, I think it's Roddy Bryant, the, that was the guy that filmed it, and he was... Mm -hmm. I mean, his lawyer was trying to say, hey, I'm a witness, and if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't have the video. Mm -hmm. Which is true, mm -hmm. but also, he, he, I guess he just hung himself. Because he, he did some other stuff. I think he got, like, in the truck, and then at some point, he was also trying to block him off. He just did some other things that was like, ah, oh, you can't just say you was just trying to record. But this mm -hmm. is a classic case of, like, if you would have just mind your business, mm -hmm. He wouldn't. <laughs> he just needed a black parent. Mm -hmm. Yes, for uh, real. That's all he needs to do. Uh, I mean, well, he's going down with him for sure. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. I I just think it's crazy that people will want to film something like that. And no, yeah, yeah. The psychology um, to that is crazy to me. Yeah. And I'm a documentary filmmaker. <laughs> you know. <laughs> So, like, even as a witness, like, you don't participate. That's a very, it's a very, you know, it's a very thin line. But once you cross over to participating, you're no longer a witness. You're no longer documenting, you know. Uh, part of our training sometimes is to even discuss, you know, we have a lot of classes on ethics, basically. And, you know, the ethics of seeing situations like that unfold in front of a camera. You know, do you intervene? Do you try to stop it? Do you try to save somebody do you try to rescue people do you put the camera down to you know become a part of the situation so i don't i mean so yeah they didn't have a defense period they they didn't have no defense you know they were just trying to throw whatever they could at the wall but it does make you you know it should ask you know a bigger question about how we're filming you know these injustices these crimes you know these things that are happening in front of us because Everybody grabs a camera nowadays, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Basically, yeah. Crazy shit, you know, no, instead of like doing something, yeah, no, yeah, it helped. I mean, I'm, I'm glad he videoed it, it just didn't help him. I don't know if he thought it would, but uh, <laughs> and I think he also, uh, like, supposedly volunteered the video. So his lawyer was also like, if he had something to hide, why would he just hand it over? And it's just like, I mean, just because you did that doesn't mean you didn't do anything wrong. Uh, yeah. So, but, yeah. Definitely. So something else that's been popping off if you're like in the Twitterverse and the social media is NFTs. No, yeah. I've, I've been having a lot of, I have a friend. Um, he also is a hip hop uh, artist, his name is Domino, and he just released an album, and he did some NFT stuff, and I don't know all the specifics of it, but he, he released an album, I think it's called Possessants, mm -hmm. I think it's a word he made up, I think, <laughs> and he has like a, a few different like art pieces with it, and he's made, mm -hmm. I think he's using Ethereum, and he's made over 120k in this oh, crypto. Mm-hmm. Uh, he talks about it, uh, you know, a lot, so I've been following him a little bit about it, and then um, I got another friend. This is not like a cryptocurrency, but um, another friend who started, he did this thing where he uh, he was releasing an album called 8K, 
And so he put the album on uh, gold USB bars. And then before he released them for sale, he put up one, he put up a copy uh, on eBay for people to bid. And then the highest bidder, I think bid it like 110 or $115. And that person mm-hmm. got to listen to that, to the album for the first time before. He everybody else. Everybody else. Um, so doing stuff like that, I think it's really cool. But I do a lot of like, very niche stuff with my own art. So I think NFTs, if I learn how to work them, I think they could work really well for what um, what I do. Yeah, I feel like, you know, it kind of started off as, I mean, it's only been around for like less than a year, I guess, maybe. But, yeah. you know, it kind of started off as being this very like, sort of nouveau riche, very like hidden thing that they were doing, you know, like, trading these nfts and i feel like even in just this year it's become much more people getting involved to it you know it's getting more accessible and uh i feel like it could be a good idea for artists you know i I think so too even if you don't someone said to me even if you don't make a ton of money off of it you could just build in like your own niche community in this space um i just want to know how you cash out because i'm the type of person that like if I see ten thousand, yeah, let's take it now. Let's take it now. Let's do yeah. it. And I wonder if there's penalties for that, or if it's even easy to do that. I get one hundred twenty k. I'm cashing out. I mean, <laughs> uh, no more NFTs. I'm done. No, I'll come back and do another piece. But if yeah. we know that, oh, I can do this, and I could just go make twenty grand. Yeah. In a couple of weeks. Yeah. Why well, would not? Yeah. I'm just. My question is, where's the demand? Like, how do you know what people want? Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, I don't know. I want to do some more research on it and just see how it works. And I'm putting on the album next year, and I'm, I'm probably going to try to try to work in this NFT idea and, and the rollout and the campaign somehow. We'll see. That's what's up. Okay, well, as soon as you learn, let me know, because I need to be right behind you. Like. Oh, I got you. I got you. <laughs> And, you know, speaking of crypto, you know, the big news in L.A. is that the Staples Center, the naming rights got bought. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. I saw and that. Bought out by Crypto.com. So, like, what do you think about the Staples Center, you know, eventually going to be changing its name to Crypto.com? Uh, to be honest, I didn't, I thought this was a joke. So I saw <laughs> it and I saw a couple people. I was like, oh, that's, that sounds silly ridiculous uh, yeah yeah so but now that it's real i don't know i don't know what my it makes me wonder if if it'll be a thing where i don't know it just seems so easy like oh now we're just we're just changing the name because if somebody else buys it or whatever we'll just change it again i don't know yeah i, I mean know. It sounds to me it's giving real. We don't have enough money to pay rent vibes. You no, know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no it and it's sure. like, yeah. How long, you know, is crypto really? Are we are we saying crypto's here to stay now? Is it sticking around? Like, yeah, I, th- I think it is. It's been a while. I've been a- around for a while. I know people who's been investing in it for it for years, but I think the last year or two, it's been really like blowing up. Mm-hmm. And you you know it's the thing when celebrities start doing. I, I think the weekend made a bunch of money off of it. Oh um, wow! And then other artists uh, are doing it. I think, Have you I tried it? Think, huh? 
Have you tried doing crypto yet? No, I've had a few conversations on it, but I, I haven't. Um, but I want to. I think the first thing I might do, because it, it seems so easy, is Bitcoin. Like, you can buy Bitcoin on Cash App. Mm-hmm, uh, right, yeah. So, but, yeah, going into next year, if I don't before this year is out, I want to uh, get into it. My girlfriend's mom does it for her. Mm. And so she just kind of works it for her. And she has, like, I oh, know it's more stocks. It's not crypto, it's stocks. Mm, but her mom, put, yeah. No, yeah, her mom put some money into something and she she wants to buy a new car and like she just has like ten K that mm-hmm. just that she made in stocks. So uh Yeah. So just doing more stuff like that and then letting it grow. And I think that not just for black people specifically, but but for black people, if what we did was because not everybody's gonna be rich and famous and make a bunch of money, but if you put money away mm-hmm. and then and then you you let it grow, and then you have children, and then twenty years later, it's like it might not be a ton of money, but okay, now I have forty thousand dollars yeah. that I can give to you, or you can start with, as opposed yeah. to starting with nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I think, obviously, people who are rich, this this process is sped up, or they can give more. But like, mm-hmm. put some money somewhere, it grows, and then you know when your child turns you know, eighteen, twenty one. But but you started it maybe before it was born, and I just been sitting there for fifty years, and now like, I think stuff like that um, is dope. So. Yeah, and it's definitely important. And you know, if we're coming from a generation where that wasn't started before us, then we got to do it. You know, we got to be the ones to start those those type of investments to get those type of returns. You know. Yeah. No, for sure. Definitely. Well, that's what's up. I it's so 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 fresh thinking about NFTs and crypto. I'm trying to be like that, you know. Want my I want my money in the future. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> the money money like depreciates, and this stuff. I mean, this stuff goes up and down, but right. ultimately, it it's it goes up. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's why home ownership used to be so important or why it is still important you know but of course we're not able to buy homes the way people could in the past but that's why it's so important because no matter what price you pay for your home today if you are able to keep that home and stay in it and you live in a relatively uh you know residential or even in even a commercial sort of area the value goes up you know like you said, it might go down one year, up a little, one down one year. But over the course of your ownership, the value almost doubles. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's why it becomes so important to own a home because that's an asset that appreciates and it provides stability for your life. You know what I'm saying? In yeah. America, you, you, you almost have to own a home to have a business. Almost. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, it's me. Sorry, I just wanted to take a little break. Could you do me one little favor? Could you just subscribe? Yeah, right there. Just hit that button. Just, if you just, could you just hit that, hit that little plus? Yeah, just add us. Make sure we're in your feed so you get our next episode and can comment and let us know what you think. But yeah, that brings me back to, you know, your career, you know, because you are making lots of art and, you know, you 
I'm assuming you are a business. You got a business. So why don't you tell us about what you do and how you making it, you know, in LA. I do a bunch of nothing. Uh, no, uh, well, number one is music. And so um, that's why I moved here. So I've always been doing that. And when I first moved here, there was, was a season when I had two, three jobs. And then there was a season where I had one job. And then uh, last year, December 11th, um, I quit my my day job. I saved, a, I didn't even save that much. I saved like, I wanted to save, I think like, four grand I ended up only saving like 2400 but <laughs> that was my cushion and then uh, the pandemic was happening ha- was happening mm-hmm. probably said and so the government was looking out for a little bit too mm-hmm. shout out to the government no uh, <laughs> <laughs> right on time don't it come uh, right on time but so but the whole the reason why let me go back so I have this friend her name is Fatima and when we used to work at this coffee shop together, uh, she is a graphic, de- not graphic designer, she's a fashion designer. Um, she doesn't really focus on that anymore. She does like food stuff. But I remember having a conversation with her and she told me this thing she would do. She said for six months, she would like work her butt off and uh, work a bunch of different jobs. And then the second six months of the year, she would quit those jobs and focus on fashion. And so that was always in the back of my mind. And then I, and then, so I used that. I was like, okay, I'm gonna save money for a year and then uh, I'm gonna quit my job. But my plan is not to go back. She would like go back, and continuously do it again and always make sure she have time to work on art. So my plan is to not, to not go back. So it's been, on December 11th, it will be a year anniversary. Now, technically I have gone back because they have hit me up to do a few shifts because I told them, hey, if you ever need help, let me know and I'll help you. Um, so I've done a few shifts like that, but I'm not like on the schedule or nothing like that. So what I've been doing is working on music, selling merch, um, making music for podcasts. Uh, I do uh, freelance graphic design. So uh, all that stuff to help pay rent. But the main thing I do is, as of late, has been music and film stuff and that's awesome that's the dream yeah. is it is it what you thought it would be <laughs> um that's a good question i don't know uh in the freelance space like you have good months i have some months that like I'm, i was killing it and then i had and then the last two months was not so good so but uh but what I'm what I cared most about is my time. So now I get to uh, figure out. I get to plan my time and do what I want to do, and then start seeing myself as a business. I remember two months ago I was texting my girlfriend and I was like, "Man, maybe I should just go get a job." And she was like, "Nah, you already got a job. Like you are a business, and it's your job to make sure you make money." So. Go out there and go make some money. So, um, oh, I started a, a pop-up cough shop, too, that we've been doing for, like, a year. So just finding different avenues. And when you freelance, what I'm learning, because this is my first time, like, really freelancing for a living, is that, like, like when you work a job, you get paid every two weeks. You have lump sums of money coming in. I freelance, 
it's like I might get seventy five dollars over here, I might get fifty dollars over here, I might get two hundred dollars, and then like and then piecing that together throughout the month, so to make sure that you got the rent. So uh, I don't think it's for everybody, uh, but I get to wake up every day. I get to plan my schedule. Nobody tells me when to come in or when to do like nothing like that. So um, I think it's worth it. So. Yeah, that's so awesome. It's so encouraging to see people, you know, being able to set their sight on a goal and then work towards it and, you know, you know, tussle it out no matter what comes, you know? Yeah. So tell us about music videos. You know, like I said, I, I got in touch with you because I like your music videos. And maybe you could just tell us a little bit about what's been your journey actually making videos. Um, yeah, so I... Since moving here, I've, I've, I've gotten into film. And so what I like to do with the music videos is um, almost every music video uh, that I have out in the last few years, they have like some type of dialogue in it because I want the music video to feel like it's a short excerpt of something bigger. Um, so that's how a lot of them are, um, are shot. I mean, this one that that we're gonna play is a, is a little different, kinda, because it's it's like animation, but it's a part of a, a bigger piece, which is a short film. Um, so I've been I've just been doing stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. So why don't you tell us what we got to watch so we can watch a little one of your videos real quick here. Uh, so this video is called Holotosis Berry. Um, it's a play on uh, the chronic. Uh, breath halitosis and then holly berry so it's like a pretty girl who has bad breath so it's like holly tosis berry um and it's this <laughs> this video this this portion of the short film is all animation so it's a part it's a part of a project called jazz cavities 2 and so jazz cavities 2 we made a short film a film that came with it, it was claymation animation in real life and this is one like two minute or maybe like a minute and 30 second excerpt of a nine minute short film. Uh, and this is for the song Holotosis Berry. Okay, let's get into it. Thank you for participating in the Jazz Cavities 2 project brought to you by the James Institute of Musical Anesthesiology. I will be your guide throughout this compositional journey. You are now entering stage one of the project. <laughs> Hey girl, I don't know if you heard, but there's an open mic coming up soon, and it'll be really nice to hear you perform. But how you this fine, and you don't brush your teeth, baby? What a conundrum. Fam, where did you come from? You way too fine for the stink breath. On days you don't brush, I just hit you with the say last. Please. Talk about a double meaning. All that fine go to waste. You know I hate to see it. You start arguments on days I know it's most convenient. Cause I ain't trying to hear you bump your gums or smell them neither. Shorty, I ain't trying to be funny. I gotta keep it a hundred. You would if you love me. Yeah, you fine when your brush stink. You kind of ugly. And sometimes your joints be on 10, fam. Wait. 
Just brush them. But yeah, so, you know, what made you want to try animation? How did you get involved with that? Um, I've been doing animation for a while. Um, my homie Riggs, who lives, who I met when I was in college. He didn't go to my college, but he lived in the town. And uh, we we started off doing uh, animations for, like, shows. I had a show coming up. Um, he would make an animation for it. Or if a song, a single was coming out, he'd promo it. Then our first, like, longer piece we did was two years ago, Christmas time. I did a Christmas animation uh, with him. Um, so he animated, illustrated, and animated it. And then this next, this piece right here is a part of a bigger short film. This is like the biggest project we've done together. So out of the nine minutes, six minutes of the short film is animated. Like 30 seconds of it is claymation. And then like just like two minutes of it, that's like a dentist scene. So like a real life scene. Uh -huh. um, Live action. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think about, you know, the combination of music with film and video? I mean, you know, the history of filmmaking definitely started out with musical theater, but I think about people like Beyonce, you know, um, and now I feel like more artists are doing it. Um, I can't think of her name right now, but I think she had an album called Mad World or something like that, you know, where they're making more of these like longer narrative videos. So have you seen that trend and what do you think about that? No, yeah, I, th I think that visual content is is better than photo content. Like, and photo content can be really dope. Even just even if we're just talking in terms of Instagram, if you're scrolling, uh, a photo, a dope photo could get your attention, but I feel like a video will capture your attention quicker and probably keep you on on whatever it is, like, longer. Um, so I think, yeah, I just think uh, video is cool. And then, like I said earlier, last year I started watching a lot of web shows, and then I was like, okay, I want to do that. And then my girlfriend works in film production, so she, she's been helping a lot with that. So, for example, I, I put out this, this three-song EP last year called Quickies, and one of the songs is... Uh, on there it's called West Side. And we made a short film for it. We shot it in like my living room, built made the diner and set it up, made it look nice. And then I started watching a lot of these web shows and I was like, we should make a show like with episodes. And then we were like, what we, what can we do? And I was like thinking, I was like, oh, we already have a short film. What if we extend the story or we tell what happens before that leads us up to the end of the short film? So that's what we did. And then we shot five episodes to a web show. Um, the first uh, episode will come out Christmas Eve, we're thinking. And it's based in the 70s in L.A. So, like, the costumes and stuff and the, and the set design and stuff is, is set up to look like the 70s. So hopefully you can let me know if we failed or not. Yeah, but, uh, I'm so excited. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. And then... Two weekends ago, we just wrapped up our, a short film called Butter and Brown, um, which is also the name of another EP. So a lot of the stuff is inspired by the music. And then 
most of the time, the, the story that's in the music will end up in a short film. And if not, then like some smaller ideas or concepts that was in the music will be a part of the, the, the story of the film too. Uh, so eventually what we want, what we wanted to do this year and we got way too busy and maybe we we're being a little bit too ambitious, but at the top of January this year, we was like for Black Friday, we're going to launch our own streaming service called, uh, MJTV. Then as the year went on, we was like, oh, okay, we probably not going to have time to shoot. Uh, and we've made a bunch of content, but, uh, not like we need to to have it prepped and ready for a streaming service. But so hopefully maybe in the next year or so we'll uh you know, we'll have a streaming service that people could uh subscribe to. We just wanna make sure we have a decent amount of content first. I don't want people to pay for three things. Uh so but yeah. Yeah. Well that's what I'm on too. I'm like, hmm, how can we get some more competition on Netflix, you know? Let's, yeah. let's get out here and make it hard for them. Make them have to always work to get better. Sometimes I feel like YouTube, I guess because YouTube is YouTube, they feel like they don't really have, there's nothing quite as comparable, you know. Vimeo yeah. is good for professionals, but most people aren't on Vimeo. Most people are on YouTube. And um, and so I feel like the YouTube, they haven't like updated it in like 20 years. Like, Yeah. Have you heard of um, VHX? No, what's that? So VH, this is how Black and Sexy TV does their their stuff, and then I think Kev on stage, you know, Kev on stage is. Yeah, uh-huh, the comedian. The, yeah, yeah, he has an app too, and he uses it too. So VHX, I'm trying to explain it to the best of my ability. It's probably bigger than what I'm saying, but VHX is powered with uh with Vimeo. So let's say you and I started a streaming service today. We got our videos up. We could use VHX, and I think it. It designs the app for you, maybe, but it, it, it sets up that whole structure of uh, of the subscri- monthly subscription. It has your videos up there and stuff like that. And so when people p- would play our, our shows, the video player is Vimeo. But it's like a thing that they do. Uh, it's like they're, if you want to start your own website or streaming service, it, it's like a subscription that you pay, and it, like, it sets it up for you. Um, oh, well, I'll definitely have to check that out, you know, so, because, yeah. yeah. You can do one-offs. Vimeo has one-offs, too, where you could, like, here's my short film, and you could pay for it, or you could have it set up where, like, people can pay you monthly, and you have various content. So that's probably what we're going to It seems like the easiest thing uh, to use. Uh, so that's dope. But you can always throw stuff on, um, on YouTube. Uh, yeah. You could, depending on where your audience is, you could put it. You could throw a series. You could put a series on on Instagram if yeah. that's where your if that's what your if your audience is there. Um, right. Yeah. But yeah, and I think that's good though. I think the more options are better, you know. And because not only are the audiences in different places, but every type of media, you know, has a different format, so to speak. Because I feel like web series are really good because they are accessible online, you know, or at least that was the initial design, you know, they were accessible online, but then like, you know, Instagram is good for these little short things. Yeah. No, I really like two minute videos, three minute videos sometimes where I'm like, Oh, okay, great. I got a whole narrative, you know, a whole stand up, you know, set a whole comedy show in like three minutes. That's perfect. (laughs) You know? No. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's dope. Yeah. If you have like a little series, 
Uh, it's two to three minutes. You put it on IGTV, and then you build it up there. And then if you want to extend it later, you can. Um, but, yeah. Or you could, it depends on how short you can make your content, but still uh, appealing. The series could live on your story. If it's a minute. Yeah. Or you edit it in a way like, okay, this series is... Was it fifteen seconds? Oh, this yeah, is, yeah. Is a, is a minute, um, but it's four part, and I edit it so when it clips, you're not missing anything, but anything. it goes all together. And every Monday, I do the series where that's just that on my story. Like you could do stuff like to me. That's how I look at stories. It's like your own TV show. Like people are tuning in to your show. Uh, so you, if you really see it that way, you could, you could. Uh, house yeah. Yes, for content on your story. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, and I think that's awesome. I mean, we didn't even have that like five years ago, you know? Yeah. So it's definitely changing fast. Well, thank you so much for being here with us today. Tell us how people can get in touch with you or, or like, you know, what's upcoming? Because I know you got shows and stuff too. Yeah, so yeah. what's upcoming? You know, you mentioned the EP dropping, um, your series dropping. Yeah, you know, tell so us what's upcoming. A lot of different stuff. Um, if you live in LA, I'm playing a show in LA, December 11th. It is, uh, not purposely, but it's ended up being the, uh, one year quitting my job anniversary show. Yeah. Um, so that's in LA. You go to imagejames.com. You can get tickets for that show. Um, if you don't live in LA and you want to just like follow me online, uh, you can follow me on Instagram. Uh, Emmett, E-M-M-I-T-T underscore James. Also, if you're not in LA, but you want to follow me online, we if you just follow me there, you'll, you'll be able to see a bunch of stuff. But um, a web series, we're about to start dropping in the next few weeks. Um, I have another EP coming out at the end of the year, a part of this series I've been doing called Foreplay. Um, but yeah, ImmaJames.com or ImmaJames on Instagram is the best way to follow me because that's where I post all of the content you can get it there so yeah. that's awesome thanks, well, thanks for having me I yes i'm so excited to have you my first official la guest for season hey. two. <laughs> so i can actually call myself south of hollywood you know what i'm saying <laughs> we, right. we we know what's good in the hood we know what's good yeah and you over there living it up in silver like i love that area too it's like no, my it's favorite dope. part of la yeah all right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I'm so looking forward. I'm going to try to make it to your show. Hopefully, I will not be asleep in the bed. Bye. No, you should, you should come out. It's going to be worth yeah. it. You, will have, I, you said you go to bed, what, by 9? Yeah, I'm like, you nine stay up for extra two hours. Doors at 8. Show going to start at 9. By 11.30, you could be walking to your car. <laughs> or Uber, or however you get there. Okay. I'm down. I'm down. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you out there for joining us. And be sure to tune in next week for South of Hollywood. Peace. Bye. Hey there. Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed the show. Now, please like, subscribe, and follow us on all social media platforms. That's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Don't worry, if you're not on those, you can still follow us on YouTube for weekly episodes and like and subscribe on Spotify.
Do it right now.